0: Jamie, I have an existential crisis every single week. Like, that's literally all I do.
1: (laughs) Hello, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Jamie. I'm Rachel. And And we have a...
2: Wait, I'm to a quick disclaimer. (laughs) Ah! Let me just make a quick disclaimer. (laughs) If our... Um, listeners have noticed, there has been a uh, decrease in the audio quality. And this is because everything is over Zoom now because it's just too... Easier. It's easier because of COVID and doing it in Rachel's garage on the tiny small desk was too much for me. And I prefer doing it over Zoom. That way we can have more guests on. So yeah, the quality did decrease slightly.
1: Sorry. But- you know what? Maybe the audio quality. Um, might have decreased, but the content, content and the quality, quality of, the of the podcast.
2: Rachel introduced the most the most specialist guests of the whole entire podcast. We
1: have been waiting to do this for a long, long time. I am so excited for this episode. Like, I'm oh, the next hour is gonna be it's gonna be magical. We have our lovely, lovely friend Sophie Rose here. Hey joining us on the Woo. podcast
0: Woo, i feel like there should be an applause track Woo. yeah in
1: insert applause jamie notes for Definitely jamie might notes
0: not for do jamie, that but. insert applause track for my entrance
2: let's give some context so sophie and um and rachel like sophie and rachel and i all went to the same elementary school and to be honest, Rachel and I were have been friends for a while. I wasn't really friends. So, sorry. But I wasn't really friends with Sophie in elementary school. Yeah, but much. I
1: was friends with Sophie yeah, in elementary Rachel school. was
2: friends
0: with me, so she was cooler. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. But now Rachel goes to her school and Sophie and I have gone to like through high school together and we're in the same drama program now and we're like best friends and I FaceTime her every single second of the day and it's like this almost the same level we're all on the same level bonding um basically yeah that's um how we know each other that's basically the background but Sophie you have to explain about yourself too
1: yeah why why are you on the podcast why do we want you here
0: Okay, not gonna lie. I thought I knew why you wanted me on the podcast, <laughs> but then Jamie like won't tell me what this episode is about. She keeps making it seem really mysterious. It's not. Like, it's like, but what do you mean? Like, thrifting and stuff. Like oh, that. okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm here because I'm the thrifting expert. I'm the resident thrifting expert, and yeah, that's my expertise. I guess. But explain
2: who you are though. Like,
0: like I'm I'm Jamie and Rachel's friend, and I'm the resident thrifting. That's really okay, all you no, have but to know. But what's your about. age? Like, oh, I'm seventeen. Yeah. Um, I'm in the drama program <laughs> at Westmount.
2: I'm Ginger. I'm a, that's a fact. You're
0: supposed to oh say yeah, that Yeah, too. yeah it, ginger is a
1: personality, trait. I'm Ginger.
0: That's a big part of my personality. Like you have to understand that. Um and I'm the resident thrifting expert. <laughs> that's um
1: Sophia to like explain her like thrifting story. Not story, but like where it all started, how it became And then just, like, go from there. Like, tell us, like, what you started off thrifting versus, like, what you thrift now. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. Okay, so my thrifting journey began in grade 8 around 2017. Um, I started, like, okay, I never, like, had, like, good, nice clothes because my mom would never buy me, like, cute things. And so I always, like, I never feel like I really, like, developed my own style or anything because I just... I don't know i would just kind of like get by with like what i had but i started watching like youtube videos about like thrifting and it wasn't really a big thing at the time like now thrifting is like very mainstream like everyone does it but like not that no one did it but it wasn't like as big like as it is now so whatever i started watching youtube videos and i was thinking this is like really cool so i told my mom i'm like hey mom i want to go to value village like a lot of people are doing it it's really cool to like thrift and stuff and she was like sophie like that's kind of gross like why are you like getting like other people's Clothes like Valley Villages, where we go to buy like Halloween costumes. And I was like, No, okay, mom, you have to go. So she took me. And I remember on my first trip, I got so much good stuff. I got my iconic Jeep shirt, which I still <gasps> wear have to this day. I got like a cool Toronto Zoo sweater, which I still wear. Like, I got a lot of like cool stuff. And it was really cheap. It's it, thrifting, like this is like kind of like another topic but it has like the prices have increased now but like the stuff I bought was actually like three dollars and it was like really cheap and I was like wow this is so cool so then I remember I started I started wearing that stuff to school and I, I, I remember telling Rachel I was like Rachel I went thrifting this weekend like and Rachel was so this is this is what I, I literally thought I literally, literally thought it was so gross a lot Rachel's of people like-
2: still do they think it's Rachel's really like, gross. this
0: is, like, that's so gross, so, and literally when I saw you, like, thrifting on someone's, like, story, I was like, ha, ha, Rachel, oh, how the turntables have turned, like, but, yeah, Rachel was kind of judging me, but I didn't care, you know, I really, like, felt passionate about it, and so I kept thrifting, and then, honestly, I just kept going to value village throughout high school and thrifting like just became more popular and so a lot of people do it now but now like more than half of my closet probably is from like value village or from like thrift stores like downtown i started going to as well what is
1: your like like um routine like when you go in there like do you have a mindset do you like today i'm going to get sweaters today you know what i mean and then like because like it's a kind of a stressful place if if you're like if i'm being honest
0: The thing is, uh, what I've always thought is you can't go in having any expectations. Like, you can't think, oh, I really want to find this or that. You just have to go in, really feel the vibes in there, and really from there, just sense what you want to get. So I always start in the men's section because, honestly, most of the stuff I find that's good is in the men's section. I found some good stuff in women's, but mostly, like, the cool sweaters and t-shirts and stuff are in the men's section. Yeah, 100 P. You just have to go with like whatever's there so i usually try not to go in with any expectations and then you can really just find a lot of cool stuff because if you go in looking for a specific thing like you you probably just won't find it because it's really luck if you find good stuff okay
2: this is a question i wanted to ask what is your thought also sophie's a very um ethical person (laughs) she studies (laughs) ethics in the I, school she take, so takes, takes one take one course high school on it
0: philosophy I've, I've, i'm in my second philosophy course okay okay I'm- okay okay <laughs> my question
2: is is there a way to shop ethically specifically thrift shopping because the controversy or whatever for thrift shopping if it's ethical or not is well you're taking away from people that actually don't have like money and they go to thrift stores because it is cheaper. But now because all these like mainstream, you know, like girls or guys are they's and them's whatever yeah. go into the store and they're like, okay, I'm just going to buy, I'm just going to buy my uh, uh, nice graphic sweater, or graphic t-shirt, but these people actually need it. And mm-hmm. this is the only cheap ha- place to buy them. But now because so many people are doing it, they raise the, you know, and then yeah. in general, shopping anywhere now I feel like is so unethical so I want your opinion kind of what your views on it
0: are Mm -hmm. like this is the thing it all goes back to the kind of idea of there's no ethical consumption under capitalism. This is kind of like the greater idea. And and it's that, you know, we know fast fashion isn't very ethical. Like it, it exploits a lot of workers in other countries. It uses child labor. And so a lot of people would introduce the alternative as thrifting, like buy secondhand, you know, like buy things that people already wore. So you're not like making people produce more things. You're not relying on the exploitation of workers. But then thrifting becomes a kind of unethical thing because then you're you're taking from people who do need it. And that has become an issue. Like it, it's considered like the gentrification of thrifting because now there's so much demand for it, like economics, like the prices are up. So people <laughs> mm-hmm. that actually would rely on thrift stores for affordable clothing can't really afford it anymore. So that's an issue, but really anywhere you turn, like it kind of, it kind of ends up being an issue because you don't want to support fast fashion either. So you think thrifting is better, but thrifting has its own issues. And so, if you want like the really the only solution is then to buy more expensive clothing which not everyone is able to do so i think you just have to really be kind of cautious of like what you buy but ultimately under <laughs> like uh, under capitalism you're always going to have these kind of issues and that's kind of what that that slogan means there's no ethical consumption under capitalism anywhere you turn you're kind of going to have issues which is sad but it's kind of what it is so then
2: when people on TikTok, I don't know if you're on the side of TikTok, this has to do with uh, in general, last week too, we kind of talked about cancel culture, but um, to be, or whatever, two weeks ago, I don't know, we don't post consistently. Um, <laughs> Rachel and I were like talking and we were talking about cancel culture, but it's so controversial. We cut most yeah. of the, our opinions out on it. Yeah. It's a, I just, I know you have a lot of opinions. And so like, I know what Rachel's opinions are and I know what mine are, but this I'm talking cancel culture being like okay because i see these girls all on tiktok i do this too i'm cautious i've ordered things from um i still order things from urban outfitters and i know it's like not a good brand to support but at the same time literally any any brand that's not like house of sunny um Mm -hmm. small businesses which i do order from like i order from a bunch of small businesses like it's just not it's just not ethical there's there's always a consequence so yeah. these people on tiktok that are like oh you're what you're discussing like you order from urban outfitters you pig of the earth like you slime like you should die in a hole like what are your thoughts on when people say that like
0: okay that that is a very like i think the main issue in that is that it's a very privileged position to be able to say that like to be able to afford luxury clothing and buy from small businesses that have higher prices and buy expensive clothing is a privilege that not everyone has and so it's really unfortunate that people are in circumstances where they, they can not afford to buy nicer things and, and fast fashion or thrifting are really their only options. And so I think like it, it can be very insensitive to say, Oh, you're so bad. You shop at urban outfit and urban outfitters, like maybe I'm wrong and I'm not fully educated on it, but urban outfitters is better than like Shein or Zafel. Yeah. Which yeah. Uses actual yeah. child labor, but I don't know, maybe urban outfitters isn't much better, but either way, uh, I think like people want cheap clothes. Not everyone wants to spend $100 on a single item of clothing and people certainly cannot. So I think it's a very privileged position to be able to be on a high horse and say, oh, you can't buy from here or there because they're not completely ethical. And I don't think it's always the, the fault of the consumer. We have to shame the consumer who buys these products. It's more about like holding the companies accountable that are doing this more so than shaming individual people, I think.
1: Yeah, I think it's hard. Like, if people post a TikTok about that, it's because all they know is that they're able to afford, like, more expensive items. Like, they don't necessarily know the position that, like, all they can do is, like, order, like, a cheaper shirt or, like, something. You know what I mean? Like, they might not understand that, like, not everyone, like, has the, um, like, what Sophie was saying, like, the privilege or the opportunity to, like, try and support smaller businesses. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess that's the controversy of thrifting. But, like, what are everyone's thoughts? Like, what are like, we try to do to, like, shop ethically? I guess thrifting.
0: I mean, like, I would still encourage thrifting over fast fashion. I think even yeah. there are issues within it that, you know, we've we've gone over with the prices and stuff, it, it is still a better way to recycle clothing and, and have things, like, not go to landfills and become complete waste so it's still better to thrift I think than support fast fashion but maybe just be conscious and like be aware maybe don't buy everything from the thrift store and be be aware of where you're purchasing your your clothing from and maybe if you're shopping in more low income areas that's something you want to avoid because they might have more people that actually rely yeah, yeah. on those stores so I think that's something you can consider but overall I, I do think thrifting is still a great way to recycle clothes and, and shop more ethically
1: I also think like what you buy from the thrift store is also important you know like you walk into the thrift store and there's so many things there. like not just clothes like there's so many things so I think like picking and choosing what you buy and that was a good point that Sophie said like the location of what you're doing it like realistically those those thrift stores like downtown like the prices at those thrift stores are double the price because mm-hmm. I think they know the demographic that comes in yeah, shops. there. Yeah. Like it's not, it's the people looking for the vintage graphic t-shirts. It's not like someone that might be th- like shopping at a thrift store because they can't afford to buy something from another store. So I think like picking and choosing exactly like what you buy from the thrift store, like maybe buying an oversized hoodie there is fine, but maybe not going to buy a winter coat from there because mm-hmm. someone might yeah. actually need it for a cheaper price because those are things that are more expensive.
0: Yeah, so you can be conscious as well of the specific things that you're buying, I think. Can I
2: ask a question that, I don't know if Sophie will want me to, like, uh, okay, (laughs) I'm just going to ask it anyways. This is kind of a tea question. Sophie and I go to the same school. Rachel doesn't go to the same school, obviously. (laughs) Obviously, Obviously. my question is to you, what are your thoughts about the fashion and the people in our area? Just them as a (laughs) way that they look at, like, I'll even, like, You know, I'll use myself as a victim. I'm just kidding. kidding. But seriously, like, I I don't know. I would say out of all three of us, I dress the most um, flashy for our area. Not really that unique in the scheme, like, the whole entire world. No, but definitely for, like, our
0: little, like... Our little area. But my
2: opinion, like, and you can bring in thrifting for this. Even as um, Rachel said, I I was like that probably too when I was younger. Had a little privileged outlook on it, being like, thrifting, that's so gross. It literally... All my sweaters are thrifted basically now because Sophie had that influence on me. It's true. Sophie did. But now that it's mainstream, all these people from our area are like, mm-hmm. oh my God, thrifting is so cool. But they refuse to go to Valley Village. They'll only go to these upsell places downtown. Mm-hmm. So I want to know what you, how what you think about just like in fashion in general and then how people in our area just reflect on it. And this isn't even like, I just a disclaimer, this isn't even a bash on the people in our area. No. Like that's just no, how no, no, no. certain people are like, This is the truth. We—I don't know how to explain this. Maybe Sophie can reword it. We, because of the internet and the people, I've met a lot of people online through the internet. Like, not like in a weird way, but I've just like I've met people from different places in the world, and I have Mm -hmm. a different perspective than the like the little bubble that I live in. And what people don't understand outside of this bubble that we live in, or like someone that's in a bubble, is that things are so different outside. Like the people that live down in downtown, and the people that live like up in our area of like Toronto are or completely different, like the way that they're yeah. raised and everything. So I don't know. That's kind of just my question to you.
0: Like, okay, I think the first like thing we have to recognize is how much we really do live in a bubble. We live in a very yeah. small oh, yeah. environment of the same kind of people. And that's like, that's a big reason why I'm looking forward to next year and, and going to university and being able to experience so many new things outside mm-hmm. of like my little, white upper middle class area and being able to expand outside of that so I think a big thing that has always been consistent especially with the school Jamie and I go to is I I think people are very afraid to be um, like different than anyone else yeah themselves or just show kind of individuality in in their clothing especially a lot of people wear the same kind of things to school, especially to parties. It's the same kind of stuff. And it's not like a a bash at all on that stuff. Like everyone just wants to wear sweats to school to be comfortable. Like that's usually what I wear. Like most people really don't think that much into their fashion, but I think a lot of people would maybe want to take more risks, but they don't because they're afraid to, to stand out or seem different than other people. And I think that's something that Jamie, especially like really Oh, um, thanks guys. Thanks. Yeah. This oh, is actually, yeah.
2: this is all just a lead up for me to be complimented because <laughs> I'm an Aries. I
0: know it was all a ploy to Uh-oh. get. No, but Jamie does, it is different than, than most other people in, in our friend group and at, and at the school um because she she dresses differently and and she makes a choice because she likes fashion and she's passionate about this and so she dresses how she wants and doesn't care if people think it's weird or like oh why is she wearing jeans to school see it's even at at other well rachel unfortunately can't
2: do anything because she wears a uniform right yeah 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 sorry rachel you're a little bit excluded for this but you still understand the what Sophie's saying but like no i understand
1: when people when we have like days where we like don't have to wear a uniform i mean like personally normally i I will just wear sweats just because like I want to be comfortable and it's like the one day a month that I get to wear sweatpants to school but like if people especially like in younger grades if you haven't like been to the school in a while and they like come dressed up like I remember one time I wore jeans to school And, like, I got weird looks. Like, people were just, like, judging me just because I was wearing something different. Because I go to a private school, we only get those, like, very certain times where we get to wear our own clothing. In grade 9 and 10, I used to care so much about, like, what I wore. I was, like, I need to pick up my nicest hoodie and my nicest pair of shoes. Like, I can feel like I fit in. You know what I mean? It's, like, I didn't – like, I wanted to keep it very plain, very basic, but, like, still, like – nice clothes so that like people like wouldn't like I would just be seen as like everyone else you know what I mean like wouldn't yeah. be judged yeah. and I never wore like a hoodie and sweatpants because like people wore like a hoodie and leggings you know what I mean not a full yeah. not I know a full casual outfit. Like but like does. like now I just I just really like I just wake up and I put on what I'm feeling that day and like I really just couldn't care less about what someone says and I I don't care like what other people wear either like it's just their decision like like clothing is like a uh, form of expression, you know what I mean? Like you get to express what you like. So I don't really think we should be judging people for what they wear because it's what they like. And like mm-hmm. you wouldn't ha- you wouldn't be happy if they were judging you for wearing your hoodie and leggings. So yeah. why are you judging them for wearing their jeans? You know what I mean?
0: Like it just goes back again to like I think it's so interesting. People in other areas or like more in the city, more in Toronto, like they wear cool like outfits yeah cool every day with jeans and they wear things that really represent who they are and 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 we're I don't know it's just such a different it's environment weird. but it's just a reflection of, of where we live right now and it's just yeah. high school and how people are and I think you know next year and then throughout the rest of our life we'll kind of realize how stupid it was that <laughs> we ever felt that way like that yeah. we would be judged for wearing a cute outfit <laughs> and not wearing sweats on sweats but yeah I I don't know I think
1: I think it's good that like we have this outlook though like we understand that we live in a bubble and there's so much more not just like to life in general but like literally to like the next town over from us or something you know what I mean like I don't think people have that mentality because they're so caught up in the bubble that we live in because it's we've been with the same people like throughout our whole childhood yeah
0: and a lot of people just don't they just think I don't know I can't imagine thinking this is just life and this is just how people are like I'm very excited by the idea and opportunity of of meeting new people and having new experiences and kind of getting out of this environment but uh, yeah I think a lot of people don't really realize that and they get very caught up in where we are right now and like this is the most important thing and being like liked by these people like this is like even greater than just fashion like i think people can get very caught up in like the high school life whatever this
2: episode in particular i was like kind of in the back of my head i didn't even really okay i don't know how to explain this because sophie is life different okay this is the thing how rachel and i are programmed because we're the same a little bit and sophie's a little bit different but like my maybe it's because i'm in quarantine but seriously when i wake up in the morning when I go to sleep, when I have free time, the only thing that's running through my brain is clothes. Clothes. What yep. can I wear next? Mm-hmm. How yep. how can I dress the person next to me in a style that they – like, what is – what is seriously, there's something wrong. With, like, I don't – it's like, actually, maybe you should go to a shopping addiction treatment center because it's not right. It's not oh, right. Oh,
1: I know where you got that from. Yeah. It's on your phone case. It's my phone
2: case. It's on my phone case. But Sophie is just doesn't think like that. But I wanted Sophie on the episode because – that's not what fashion is. You don't have to be like literally like snorting fashion trends up your nose. Like, oh my God, like, like the leather coats is the new trend right now. Like, no, <laughs> Sophie can have an appreciation for Rachel's style and like just having some sort of weird passion, weirdness of like buying clothes and like shopping and styling that's why I wanted Sophie, like, on the podcast. This is just a little, like, plug to Sophie. Like, why, I, like, Aww. I just love Sophie. Actually, I'm, like, obsessed Aww. with Sophie. I'm just kidding. But, like, you know what I'm saying? That's why, because she's such an intellectual person. Like, listen to how she's talking about ethics and stuff like that. Like, actually, like, what the heck?
1: Yeah, but, it's very um,
2: interesting. what I was, the main point I was trying to make is, yeah, this episode isn't really geared that much. Obviously, we're talking about thrifting, but I wanted it more to be, like, how someone as a... Like a Gen Z, like we're Gen Z. So mm-hmm. how, how is a Gen Z's, our life, affected by all the things going on? Cancel culture, something I think about a lot, which I kind of want to mm-hmm. get into. Depending if I will feel like it's too controversial, I want to cut it out. <laughs> I'll, we'll still talk about it. Um, ethical shopping like that is something Makes that sense. I think about all I know, the time well, if you
0: wanted if you wanted to just ha- like talk about fashion I'm not really the right guest to have yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> I would not ask you to be on this anyway. but yeah and, and but I think like you are just actually very passionate about fashion and that's that's why you think about it all the time and I think that's a really great thing to be passionate about yeah sometimes. I wish I was
2: passionate about like chemistry or some shit.
0: <laughs> fashion is just one part of like culture as a whole and I think that's like an interesting conversation that we can have as as Gen Zs just going through this world. I think there's a lot of interesting um like thing things to talk about. What is
2: something in high school that you or in just life in general, even from elementary school like growing up, you just sat and you were like, what the whatever. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> what, the, <laughs> what the what the flippity flop? You were like, "What is life? Like, why am I doing oh this?" Not to sound so like pretentious and whatever, but I, I think about like I I don't know I I think about philosophy, no, yeah, a lot yeah, and that kind of stuff. I critically analyze a lot of things in the world, probably more so than I should for my own sanity. But I do think about uh, things like critically a lot. I know that sounds like such like. So, a- what are some things? <laughs> This is yeah, be, This is a different episode. This is more of like I know, but
1: with it. So like, please lay it on
2: me. Uh, How about this? How about this? I'll give you some sort of kind Media of a prompt. Some sort of prompt that I was thinking about it. Okay, we were kind of talking about this earlier today. We'll get everyone's different opinions on this as a teenager, or really just in really just in these times. <laughs> like actually, like I want to vomit. I actually hate when people say that. <laughs> in these difficult um, times, what is your thoughts on when people are like? I don't know, kind of going to university, how you kind of, there's kind of like this, um, I don't even know how to put it into words, a stigma because we're kind of more on the creative side of things. So we, yeah, but we know that we can go down this path. We, we know that we could maybe take drama or whatever, like in university and it would be fine. And in, whatever Rachel you can take, I don't know what you want to like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But as a, I know if I wanted to really badly, my parents would let me. But what is this weird thing that we do where we're like, no, if we do this one, then we're a failure. Like, if I don't do this one thing, this is something that we – I don't know. My mom always says, like, this is something that you guys were raised on. If I can't do something the first time or, like, within 30 seconds of doing it, then I should not be doing this and I'm a failure.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, what is your thoughts that we do this? Like, why do we do this? Sophie, tell me. Because we're, are-
0: in, in, like, regards to the university thing especially, something I've noticed – so often is, is people are feel so pressured to go into things that they think they they need to when it's not what, what they are actually passionate about or what they're even yes. good at and i think maybe it comes from their parents or just society's ge- uh, like yes. in general yes. but i'm like i'm so, i think my parents both instilled this into me because they both like i'm a, i'm i'm planning on on majoring in political science next year and like most of my friends are doing business or science and and getting an arts degree is kind of looked down upon. And so both of my parents have like psychology degrees. And so they never really like were like, you have to do business. You have to do law. You have to be a doctor of science. Like they never really did that with me. And I know a lot of parents do put a lot of pressure on their kids, but I think you have to, like, if you're going to go into science. Yeah. Rachel's like, yeah. But so many, I know so many people who are like doing like physics, chem, like bio and like the thing
2: is, too, that people it. don't realize is if you want to, if you're going to university for something, you better love that because you'll be doing yeah, that exactly. every single day.
0: So if exactly. you love
2: sciences, then do sciences. And if you love business, then do business. But just remember, whatever you're doing, of course, you can change. Like if you really hate something, it's, and I'm not trapping you in here. Don't, I ain't a career advisor, honey. I'm just <laughs> telling you what I've picked up from like, having conversations with Sophie and Rachel and my siblings in university is don't go into something that you know you're going to hate. Like if you don't want a desk job, don't like give yourself, don't like give yourself the um, skills or whatever you like get the desk job. Like that's what yeah. you're going to end up getting. Anyways. Yeah. Continue what you were saying.
0: Um, yeah, I just think people, I, I don't know. There is like a stigma of, of not doing something that you, you think you can get a good job with, but you're, you're going to be perpetually unhappy if you have to do chemistry for the rest of your university experience and you don't like it it doesn't bring you the classes i take in in school right now and and what i want to do next year like i have actual joy in learning in my classes and learning philosophy and learning history and people a lot of people in science and a lot of people do actually enjoy science and they're passionate about it and that's really great a lot of people aren't this is what i have to say i think that going back to like the stigma like I think it's
1: so hard that like as 17 year olds we need to choose like I mean you don't need to choose what your job is for the rest of your life but you need to choose a, an area you have to choose an area of interest that you want and I think that the next decade of our lives not decade but like probably like 17 into your, like mid-20s is like a very like you change a lot You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think that like your perspective on life and just like the relationships that you're going to go through and like friendships and other kinds, like everything will change so much and it might change on what you like. And I think that like personally for me, like I have a fear that if going into science and then going into medical um, or dental school sets me up on a path to success, there's no, you can't go wrong. Like you you just Mm -hmm.
2: can't. It's not like- You'll always need
1: a
0: dentist. It's yeah. a, one of those things. It, You'll yes, always it's you like need a, a dentist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's exactly. a very set route. You don't have to yeah. worry about finding a job. Like you no, go. In, no, exactly. And then, yeah, I don't need to be scared
1: that when I get out of university, I don't know what to do next. Yeah. I don't know where to look. it's like, like already set up for yeah, you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like I just need to get the marks and then boom. Like I was talking about this with my dad. Like my close friends know that like I've always said dentist. I will be a dentist. I will. Since I like I literally yeah. don't even know how old I was, but I've always said it. Yeah. but like. Going through sciences in school, I, I'm not bad at them. It's it, but it takes me twice as long and I have to work twice as hard to get the marks that I
2: need. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah. like, I and you're think- for some reason taught to like, okay, you're this is what I'm saying. You have been like programmed, and we well, we all have, and I'm saying like you, as in like Gen Z, have been programmed that if it should be easy, you should be yeah. able to do it. Why you should you- be able.
1: You should be able to go into a classroom and consume the info from I the teacher, and true, then honestly, and then understand though. it, study for a test, and then like do the review package. Sophie doesn't then, think it's true,
0: and then You're- perform
1: on the test, and then do well. But that's just not how it works. It just okay, so it's it maybe works. it's
0: your parents because your parents have this like standard for you. I, I don't. I don't think it's pretty pressure. clearly. I understand and I recognize, and that's why I, I stopped taking sciences and I, I don't <laughs> do math anymore because it's not for everyone. Not everyone is smart in that way. You can be very intelligent and smart, yes, but just yes. not not in that way. And yes. so I don't think you have to have this expectation where it's supposed to be easy and it's going to come easily to everyone because it's just not true. And you you have to go where where your strengths. And your, your passion lines, uh, that's, literally why, that's literally where I was leading to. Though.
1: Yeah. I was saying, when I got into that university, I called my dad because I was with my mom when I got the email. But I wanted to tell him it was, like, my first, like, acceptance. Like, it was a pretty big deal. So, he was saying to me, he was like, you know, Rachel, like, you're a people person. He's like, you know how to talk? And you know how to like hold the conversation. And that's a really important people skill and like public speaking. And that's like what you're interested in. Like throughout high school, I did DECA and I did model UN and I did public speaking. And now I'm taking nature of change.
2: I want to put this out there. Sophie's listened to one of these episodes, one of our podcast episodes okay. and it was a 12 minute one. The first I one. Okay. To the that's, first it. One. that's it. That's and- it.
1: I've it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine fine. don't worry and I have so much like interest in it and I love business like I took economics I took accounting for a bit dropped it but like that's the point I really enjoyed those courses but like I have a fear that if I were to apply to a business program and got into the business program and made the decision to choose the business program like it's not it's not a set path so it's like I feel like business is just so. I find it so interesting, but it's just so open ended that I have a fear that like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to like reach like what I want in that, and then like would be stuck doing a nine to five job that I hate. You know.
0: I know, but sometimes you have to. It's like a risk thing. That's what it comes down yeah. to. Are you willing this, to take a risk if for something that you actually are are passionate about? Yeah. But
2: people forget too, like. I don't think in like 20 years or whenever we graduate, you will always need business people because robots cannot do that. Like, I I don't know unless we have robot people, the final like iconic question. I don't even know if Sophie has an answer to this, to be honest, who is your style icon?
0: Jamie, you know, these aren't the things that I. I know. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even think Sophie has an answer. She's not um, Sophie's not into fashion, like, um, I'm VR, not like you guys not, Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I, I appreciate it and I like some stuff, but I'm but not. But you
2: have to have someone that you're like, damn,
0: I love how they dress. Hold on. Let me think. They don't even have to be like ultra
2: famous. They could be someone we know.
1: If you would have watched the podcast beforehand, you would have known we were going <laughs> to ask you this. Yeah, Just you would have.
0: I know. I know. I, I would have prepared an answer. I'm sorry. Now I'm unprepared to be. I don't, I don't know, guys. I have issues with my personal style. This has been like a perpetual thing for me, especially in quarantine. I've been like really struggling with like what I actually like to wear and who, like this is like avoiding the question, but it's literally true. I don't know. I have a hard time developing my own personal style. I feel like that represents me. And so I think that's something that's like part of, becoming growing up and like discovering who I am. But yeah. it's true. I, I don't really know. I don't feel that set in in my style right now. I I, I struggle with that still honestly. So Okay, so in sorry. conclusion,
2: one, Sophie was not prepared for this interview. <laughs> Didn't do her homework. <laughs> mm-hmm. Unlike Nicole, who did do her homework though uh, when we interviewed her. Nicole you're Nicole. Shout out Nicole um number two, Sophie does not have a so- <laughs> <laughs> Sophie does <I> not thought. <laughs> Okay. We're getting to the, this is the final part of the podcast. Oh wait, wait, before we get into the music, before we get into the music, um, one of my friends, I actually bought something from our Depop before, um, has a Depop. Obviously I kind of just said that already. And, um, yeah, so I just want to give a little shout out to my friends, Depop. Her username is I am ice. SS. So icy collective and just actually the cutest stuff ever. I have a baby, har- um, Harlison, Harlison, Harvey, da- Harley har-
1: Davidson. Harvey-
2: yeah. Thanks for that. Um, sweater. I mean, Oh my God. No baby tea. What, the, what, 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 um, so that was the little shout out of the week. If you want to be featured or, um, anything on the podcast, if you're a small business, then DM either Rachel or, or um, the, 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 or the, the actual the Instagram podcast. and, if you've made it this far, then you'll hear the most <laughs> iconic question. Songs of the week. Talk about her wrapped first. Oh yeah, okay. I so really love it. Everyone okay, we'll just say who our top artist of the year was. I've been played. My top artist is Hosea, but it's only because I listen to Cherry Wine on repeat to fall asleep. So it doesn't really count. It should be Declan McKenna. But I, I listen to Cherry Wine about 2,000 times this year because I fall asleep to it every single night. And that's my top artist, but it should be Declan.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah. Sophie? Um, my top artist, oh, my number one top artist is Drake. It has been Drake for the past five years, actually, consistently. And like to me, I, don't, I feel like I don't even listen to him that much, Same. but I honestly do. Like because. I think when I, I don't have a lot of Drake songs like on my playlist, but I think I listen to just Drake. Like I'll just put on one of his albums because t- like Take Care is literally one of the best albums of all time. Masterpiece. Drake is a. I don't think Jamie has an appreciation like Rachel and I do of the genius of Aubrey the Drake. Creative Graham. director. He, he's literally his music is so I can't stand people who like hate him. Like, I you don't hate high. him. No, I'm not, I'm not talking about, like, you. I, I think you're just not really into it. But, but people are like, oh, I don't like Drake. Like Who? Yeah.
1: Literally, who? Who people says that?
0: I like, think it's cool to, like, hate Drake.
1: Like, who? <laughs> who? Actually, I had a realization because I was so curious as to why Drake has been my number one artist for so long. I was like, do I even listen to him that often? But then I make, like, monthly playlists. And ad- every monthly playlist, there's at least what like, I always, like, put in a couple, like, throwback songs, like, I want myself to, like, get back into. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I put – it like in my December playlist, I put a couple, like, old, like, weekend songs because, like, I saw it on TikTok and, like, I like the songs. So I put it in there. But, like, I always find myself putting in, like, some some Drake songs. Some and that sprinkles, just, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was actually really surprised that Drake was my number one artist. I thought it was going to be Kings of Leon.
2: Be- songs of the week. I'm going to go first. First off, honorable – Gail, if you're listening, honorable mention the whole entire Twilight soundtrack. Holy shit. See, like – who like they Doggy vom- mushrooms? They, no, no, can't they, I can't have to swear for this. They literally vomited out like music. They were like, yeah, "I'm going to vom-, like turning page like blah like this is the magical whatever." You get the point. Um, I'm gonna go really quick because I actually have a lot. Strip tease by Car Wash, um, Baby Blue featuring Olivia O'Brien by Demsy Hope, Rhinestone Eyes, Gorillas, Space Girl, you know the one on TikTok or whatever. Not allowed. TV Girl. I was so good um honestly okay if you're canadian what is this from the song that i showed okay i'm just i need to play a little bit of play it. it. Just play i'm it. gonna play a little snippet of it um that is literally the best thing i've ever heard in my whole entire life like this there song it is, is it's actually like my my brain was like oozing serotonin juice. Yep. It was like being juiced into a juicer for me to drink at revita size. It was so good.
0: Okay, hold on. Okay, I didn't have <laughs> the okay, I was also gonna say um Not Allowed by TV Girl, but also Lovers Rock by TV Girl. I've been really into current joys lately. So oh my yeah, God. Weird Science by Current Joys, Days of Youth. Um there's another one I like. So hold on. Good. Uh Blondie. Yeah. Like, like I literally love them. They're it's so 80s. It's so cool. I so love good. so good. It's just good. like nice
2: to listen to. Yeah,
0: like, it's, it's so just vibey. Like- And then one of my favorite songs, like this is one of my top songs that I listened to was Black and White by Rainbow Kitten Surprise. And then also just uh, the 1975's entire discography. I'm obsessed with the 1975. They're like my favorite band ever. Ah, I'm obsessed. And then also last, just shout out um, to my favorite 80s song of the moment, Just Like Heaven by The Cure. One of the best. Oh my God. I can't explain. That song gives me a feeling that
2: no other will does. never be like it will just that's just you're never that, gonna that get that, that's that in the your peak life. Of my
0: life if i play that song while i'm like in a convertible like driving down the, driving down the road <laughs> driving like, down the road that would be the peak of my life so yeah okay rachel, rachel? okay
1: mine shout out steph for this one i put on my private story like probably a year ago and i was like everyone sent me that one song that like is your song you know what I mean like and like no one else knows it like that is your song like mine was like remember the song like famous that I showed you Sophie like that's I mine love that song. yeah like,
0: that was the. So, best. okay you no 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 no, no. Yeah.
2: we um, have I, me- we yes. have to talk about this song I also, by the way, guys, if you want like an iconic playlist that Rachel showed me a bunch of music in grade nine, which completely changed my music taste yeah. like yeah, those, listening yeah. to only Sam Smith and Lana Del Rey. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's what uh, Daniel Caesar. F- I think Daniel Caesar was like yeah. the turning point in my song music. famous by this girl Ivy or something. She's it's like a kind of a yeah. one hit wonder. What she the, doesn't have
0: the, oh, that song is amazing. No, she doesn't have
2: any more really like any more popular songs. I don't think. famous by song Ivy is. You will,
0: you will hear the song and you'll
2: be like, oh, oh my god, I need to hear this. I need to hear this again, Ten and, more again times. and again and again and yeah. again. Like, it's one
1: of those songs where it's so good that you start it over again before it finishes. Yes, it's, yes, yes.
0: It's, Shout out, Rachel, for showing me and Jamie both that what song. What a
1: good song. Yep. So Anyways, good. so Somewhere Only We Know. Uh, Next, Chinatown by The Bleach featuring Bruce Springsteen. My dad showed me that song. My- um, and Agent Zero by The Arkells. Um, yeah, that's... That's where I'm at right now. Oh, and like any old Weekend song, because like I literally saw um, him sing, like singing often live on my TikTok, and I just I – can't, I can't stop listening to old Abel.
2: Um, so I just want to say this episode is exactly what I wanted it to be. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, listening, and if you want Sophie on again and if you want more ethical conversations, more in-depth, you have to know us a little Deep. bit better. Hey, okay, Sophie, what's your
0: Instagram? Sophie Rose with three
2: eyes in the Sophie. Yeah, Sophie. Follow Sophie on Instagram. Follow the Neighborhood Watch Instagram. Follow Rachel's yes. Instagram. Follow my Instagram. I'm Jamie. I'm Rachel. I'm
0: Sophie.
2: And, remem- and remember, your, your neighbors, neighbors are, are always
0: watching.
2: watching. Okay,
1: bye. Peace out, Girl Scouts.